0: Ray is here on The Blaze Radio Network.
1: Ah, thanks for being here with us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. The Georgia Senate runoff election has begun. This is, it's uh, 7 o'clock Eastern as uh, we begin the show today. So if you're a Republican, you're a conservative, you believe in freedom, and you live in the state of Georgia, Please, by all that is good, right, and holy, get to the polling booth and and vote for one of these two Republicans, well, for both of these Republicans. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, it is critical. So critical. Uh, this um, Reverend Warnock <laughs> is not just an extremist. I think the guy's evil. And I think he's a danger, an anti American danger to our society. Along the lines, as we've talked about before, of Jeremiah Wright.
2: He is packaged nicely in ads, however. Is he? Oh.
1: <laughs> Cause you, you get a chance to, I don't know how, but you get a chance to see uh Atlanta TV from time to time. Yeah. Right. It's magic. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> through the magic of technology, you get to see uh, local TV in Atlanta, and so you've seen
2: a lot of their ads it's nonstop, and and it's all in the packaging. I mean, it's it's like living through the Barack Obama campaign of 2008 all over again. Jeez, when you know he's a radical, oh, but, complete oh, radical. He's not painted that way, really. Oh no, No, oh, they do such a great job. Common of, sense mm-hmm. reforms. Like yeah. my mm-hmm. opponent is saying this and that and. I just want to work hard for America, oh, please. And, and my parents raised me to blah blah blah. And it oh is, my gosh! Oh, it's convincing. Absolutely.
1: Listen to this guy's sermons from the past, and you'll know. Just <laughs> like we knew with Jeremiah Wright, the guy's a flaming extremist, anti-American, and, I, I in my humble opinion, evil. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. in my humble opinion. And at the same it's time, flat out Evil.
2: Ads are painting both Republicans. There's one ad uh, where they just group Loeffler and Purdue together mm-hmm. in their extravagant lifestyles. I, I mean, I have no idea if they have them. Yeah, but, but again, it's very convincing. But that's the big knock on them? Is, is it yeah. they're wealthy?
1: Yeah. So what? It's just, it's despicable
2: Divide. how wealth
1: mm-hmm. has become evil in this country.
2: Divide and conquer.
1: And they're doing it so effectively, so effectively. So, uh, polls have been open for three minutes. Why aren't you there? Yeah, Why aren't you there?
2: Why are you sitting here listening? You can listen to this anytime. <laughs> yeah. It's available
1: That's on right. Demand. Via our podcasts, which you can find wherever podcasts are available. So, so do that. <clears throat> let your friends and, and neighbors, family members, loved ones, people you don't like, let everybody know uh, where they can get the show. Um, you know, I and I don't want to hear, "Well, my vote doesn't matter anyway," and we never got this thing resolved with the voting and you're stealing the election. Make it harder for them to steal the election if that's what they're going to do. Make it impossible for them to steal the election. Make them have to steal so many votes that it'll it'll be obvious even to CNN that the election was stolen. <laughs> uh please, just please vote in this election in Georgia. Because if we don't win at least one of the two seats, uh, wow, are we in trouble.
2: And remember, what, two months ago, it was assumed that, oh, the Republicans have this. I mean, they just have to win one. Right. I remind you of the state of Georgia's history of having leads late. Whether it's the Falcons... (laughs) Yeah, Braves or Bulldogs,
1: right? Well, and three million people already voted early, so you know that's going mo- more to the Democrats than Republicans. Yes, so it's super important for you to do this today, and and get out and vote if you live in Georgia. Man, it the, is so important.
2: The consequences of a double loss are
1: oh catastrophic, really. There, that's the word. It'd be catastrophic, and and don't forget in georgia by the way if you happen to be a democrat and you're listening um the the election uh for you is tomorrow
0: i, um, so I heard that i yeah, wasn't yeah, sure that gave
1: you a little extra time so that you didn't have to hurry to the polls they didn't want you out. they know you don't work and so you stay up all night you know boozing and doing drugs right so they wanted to give you some extra time Right. To, and and so that the, it'll be tomorrow morning and you that recall
2: you Mm-hmm. They've learned their lesson in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Remember the long lines we heard about yeah, them yeah. in Georgia back in November? And they were yeah. like, okay, how do we do this? What's
1: we it? want to prevent that. And so they split the election into two. Republicans today, Democrats tomorrow. Two days.
2: You're trying to suppress the
1: vote in Georgia! You know, if you're if you're that stupid that you believe that, that the Democrats vote on Wednesday, uh, you deserve that. Then you deserve it. <laughs>
2: okay? Okay. <laughs> uh. You're you're trying to suppress your action. Yeah, sure, whatever. Democrats, you vote tomorrow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter regarding the hacking of voting machines. Uh, yesterday we talked about the possibility of getting into the voting machines through the smart thermostats. Yeah. How did that happen? We didn't really we, understand exactly. It. <laughs> now it sounds bad, but how do they do that? Uh, so. We got this from I can play victim Two. <laughs> nice. Uh in case you were curious. It's completely possible to hack a network through a smart device like a smart thermostat, especially if you have an insider feeding you information like passwords. Once connected to the smart device, you're connected to the network.
2: Mm. But you would have to have someone on the inside. And we know that everybody that's part of the election is on the up and up. Completely
1: on the up and up. You could never get anybody to be in on this with you.
2: So, So. it kills his thesis. (laughs)
1: Right. (laughs) Right. So, that's just silly. Uh, I can play victim, too. That's just silly. (laughs) Silliness is what that is. Uh,
2: So, yeah. There we go.
1: And and again, you know, the Nest systems, and uh, that's the only one, to my knowledge, that you can do that with. Maybe there's others. Maybe there's other competitors now in the Nest market. Owned by Google. Yeah, there's several. Owned uh, by Google. I remember when we first started, I was still in Houston when we first started hearing about these. And the big scary thing then was, well, they could turn your thermostat up and down or turn off your air conditioning if they want. (laughs) I wish it was just something that simple. And, and that innocuous, <laughs> you made it too hot in my room for me. Okay, jerkwad, because of global warming. <laughs> now they're changing the election results from your thermostat. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right.
2: <laughs> well, that escalated quickly. Yeah, it did, didn't it? It really did. I would definitely say if you're <clears throat> switching to Nest or something like that, hang mm-hmm. on to your old ones. Your old thermostats. Yeah,
1: and I'll tell you, I don't like the Nest. We we have the Nest all over the house because my wife put them in before I was able to warn her not to do that because, I don't know, they're listening to us, they're monitoring us, they're changing our thermostat. The, the stinking thing does things on its own all the time. All the time. For real? We'll walk into a room and it'll be, you know, 76 degrees and I wanted it at 70. And I'm like, who turned up the th-? I didn't. I didn't. Nobody in the house did. It, it's Everybody out- swears they
2: didn't. It's trying to outsmart you. It's, yes. trying, it's saying, well, you were here yesterday at this time. Well, it learns. It yeah. didn't.
1: When did it learn to turn it up to 76? I've never done that in my life. Who taught it that? <laughs> I mean, it sucks. And it doesn't save us money. I, I, I mean, it does things all the time that I, we haven't trained it to do. So I don't know where that's coming from. I think they are manipulating it wherever they are. Uh, so I... I hate it anyway.
2: Do you think, well, hold on, do you think an individual is doing that or the unit?
1: No, I think the unit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think the unit is doing so it. So
2: would you change to something, a different company? Yeah, I'd
1: rather go back to just the dumb thermostat.
2: No, 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 I mean, would you stay with, so you're not even necessarily sold on the smart
1: no, I don't No, I don't want the smart technology. I just want a dumb unit that I put it there and it stays there. And And it can't be manipulated by anybody outside our house.
2: Okay, but here's a hypothetical.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Let's say you're about to leave town for a week. Mm -hmm. And you tell your wife, as the car is running, as you head to the airport, you say, hey, go turn the air up, (laughs) down, whatever, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that we're not freezing out the house while we're gone in pain. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you're back a week later, and the house is ice cold, and you're angry at all the money that you spent for no reason at all. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. So would you mm-hmm. want the smart meter or smart thermostat in that case, so that when you're on the tarmac, you're like, oh, uh, oh,
1: yeah, huh? You
2: didn't do it, dear.
1: No, because.
2: Hypothetical, complete hypothetical. I'm making this out.
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> really? At a whole call. Sounds kind of strangely specific. Oh
2: no. Huh? I mean, it would be nice to be sitting there going, oh, you didn't.
1: So you don't? Do you have the smart technology like that? No. Yes. No.
2: I've been burned. I'll say that.
1: Yeah. All right.
2: So. That's where it's convenient yeah, I
1: That's know where they
2: get you man.
1: I know. I will tell you about a technology that I absolutely love. I mean it's not that I'm a uh, a luddite. I do enjoy technology like this weekend I uh, went to church, we were driving a couple of separate cars. My wife and I were in one, my daughter and, and granddaughter were in another and so at the end of church, I, was, I put my granddaughter in her car seat. And in order to do that, I had to put my iPad up on the roof of the car. And I was—I I thought as I put the iPad on the roof, <laughs> just like that commercial where the guy puts the the goldfish. little goldfish up on the <laughs> roof. And then he still has it when he gets uh, to his destination. Uh, but I'd never do that because my no. iPad means far too much to me. I'd never <laughs> forget it. So I put her in the car seat and uh, get her all buckled in and sl- shut the door And walk to my car and uh, realize when I get home, (laughs) oh my gosh, I left my iPad on the roof of my daughter's car. So I quickly call her and I said, I I left my iPad on the roof. Is it still there? So she pulls over, looks, and of course it's gone. So she drives back looking for it, and it was nowhere to be found. So I'm thinking, geez, I drive all the way back to the church to see if anybody turned it in uh no luck there. So I go home again and then uh my daughter reminds me of the uh find your iPhone thing that Apple has. Oh wow. And I think, man, mine's not going to do that cuz I never I've never
2: used it. You've never activated it. I've never activated thought. it.
1: Yeah. I've never touched it. I don't remember registering it if you have to do that. I don't know what the deal is with that. So I just I've never used it, so I just searched find my phone and so the app comes up. I Click on the app, and a map comes up, and at the bottom of the map, it says, Pat's iPad. And it's flashing the address where the iPad supposedly is, and it's it's at a Jeffy's.
2: J- it's at Jeffy's, it's right? a Jeffy's, It's a
1: Jeffy's house. He's
2: hawking it on eBay.
1: It's actually at an address, maybe two blocks from the church. And so I think,
2: huh, that really could be there.
1: Is this possible that... It literally did find my iPad in an emergency like this. So I drive to this location. I have no idea if it's, you know, on the side of the road at this address or somebody picked it up and took it.
2: And it's some bomb who's like, get away from me. It's
1: mine. I I don't know if I'm going to be shot in the face (laughs) when I go to their door. I have no idea. Uh, So I pull up to this house, have no idea who these people are, walk up to the door, knock on the door. Older lady comes to the door and says... Yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm like, did you by
1: any chance to find an iPad? <gasps> oh yeah, we did. So they found it in the middle of an intersection and brought it home and they said they were going to call AT&T cuz you know, they couldn't get through my my password to get in and find out whose whose iPad it was. But how amazing <laughs> is that? That you can lose your iPad like that. It can fall off the the roof of a car and land in the middle of an intersection and some stranger finds it, takes it home. And you can track them down. I think what's amazing is the so amazing. acting
2: job, this lady acting like, oh yeah, I was totally going right. to turn oh, it yeah, in. Oh yeah,
1: totally. We were going to turn that baby in. You bet.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Just give me a few minutes here.
1: I don't I don't know what good it would have done unless they could have hacked my password. Uh, and maybe they could have sometime. You have I the
2: know. nuclear codes in there?
1: I do. Yes. I can launch it anytime I want. Wow. Uh, so anyway, really cool technology. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what we did before some of this stuff. I don't know,
2: but if you can track you, someone else can too.
1: Yeah, that and that's the other thought I had. <laughs> if this was ever used against us, but we're not, all being rounded up and we're headed right to the right to the concentration it's never camps. Never happening. Never happening. Don't even worry about it. I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, let's just Look say how good things are going. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> it couldn't go any better.
2: Let's just say one party got complete power, but that would never happen.
1: No, right. Because everybody's concerned about the balance of power. Everybody (laughs) wants, you know, the dual government. Nobody wants the just one party system. Nobody wants
2: that. So, Georgia, go vote.
1: We'll just all rest easy after uh, Georgia votes us in those two senators and the Republican Party.
2: All right. Let me take 60
1: seconds and tell you about ExpressVPN. Speaking of technology, uh, how did you choose? which internet service to use. Sad thing is most of us have very little choice because ISPs operate like monopolies in the regions they serve. Then they use this monopoly power to take advantage of customers, data caps, streaming throttles, you know, all of that. But worst of all, a lot of ISPs log your internet activity and then sell that data to other big tech companies or to advertisers And that's why you get those crappy ads popping up all the time. To prevent ISPs from seeing my internet activity, I protect all my devices with ExpressVPN. So what is it? What is ExpressVPN? It's a simple app for your computer or your smartphone that encrypts all your network data and tunnels it through a secure VPN. Kind of pings it all over the world. Like if you've ever seen Jason Bourne, he does that. He pings his location so they can't trace him and find him. The same can happen for you. And don't give me the, well, I don't care if they know where I am. I'm not doing anything wrong. You're not the one who decides whether or not you're doing something wrong. That's for somebody else to decide, unfortunately. So stop handing over your personal data to ISPs and other tech giants who mine your activity and sell off your information. Protect yourself with the VPN I trust to keep me private online. It's uh, ExpressVPN dot com slash unleashed express e-x-p-r-e-s-s vpn dot com slash unleashed to get three months free right now expressvpn dot com slash unleashed
3: this is pat gray unleashed
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's something pretty amazing, I thought. Uh, Fareed Zakaria and CNN made a very unusual admission the other day. Uh, Fareed Zakaria was on their morning show with What's-Her-Face, who used to be at Fox and is now on CNN and has been totally converted to the dark side. Uh, (laughs) Apparently, she embraced her anger. And then uh, she she came to uh, to embrace the dark side. Alison Camerota. Yes, Alison Uh So she's asking Fareed Zakaria about what kind of foreign policy changes there's going to be because now, you know, there's Biden instead of Trump.
3: And Fareed, what about the dynamic with our perceived <clears throat> enemies like Iran or Russia? Perceived. Mm, they're perceived. I, yes. I think in general, there isn't going to be as much difference as people imagine. Huh. Uh, the, uh-huh. the the he, Biden folks uh... are pretty tough on oh, Russia, sure. Iran, North Korea. Uh, you know, the, uh-huh. the the dirty little secret about the Trump administration was that right. while Donald Trump had clearly had a kind of soft spot for Putin. Did he? The Trump administration.
1: Listen, he's about to give you the dirty little secret. Now, it's only a dirty little secret because CNN tried to keep it from everybody who watches that crappy channel. It's pretty tough on the Russians. They are. So the dirty little secret was that Donald Trump's pretty tough on the Russians. Are you kidding me? You've gone from he was collaborating with them to he was pretty tough on them only after the election. Now you admit, yeah, the dirty little secret that we kept from you guys this whole time was uh, he's actually pretty tough on the Russians. (laughs) Wait, is that amazing?
2: This is Reed Zakaria, the guy who wrote the book uh, "The Post-American World."
1: Yes, that's the man. That's the one.
3: Um, uh, Ukraine, they armed the uh-huh. poles. Uh, huh. They extended, you know, uh, NATO uh, uh, operations and exercises in ways that hmm. even the Obama administration had not done. They what? maintained the sanctions. So I don't think it will be that different. The-
1: <laughs> I mean, that is amazing. Only now, at the end, do we tell the truth. Incredible. That's just incredible. Help us. I mean, really, uh, I don't know how they live with themselves. I don't know how they look at themselves in the mirror every day. That somehow they find a way. 888 uh, 900 I also find this fascinating. Boris Johnson, Prime Minister of uh, Great Britain, announced yesterday another national lockdown for England. But... <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's just until mid-February. Just a six-week lockdown. Don't even worry about it. We just need to stem the spread. Got this new variant. Oh, by the way, it's called the UK variant, which isn't that racist? <laughs> how, how are you labeling that? After a country. I thought that was the worst thing you could possibly do. So Britain is ramping up its vaccination program. Uh, becoming the first nation to start using the shot developed by Oxford and drug maker AstraZeneca. Uh, I I don't think I even knew about Oxford uh, having a vaccine available, but apparently uh, they're going to use that. Uh, Johnson said people must stay home again as they were ordered to do do so in the first wave of the pandemic in March, this time because the new variant was spreading in a frustrating and alarming way. He says, as I speak to you tonight, our hospitals are under more pressure from COVID than at any time since the start of the pandemic. So from today on, primary and secondary schools and colleges be closed for face-to-face learning, except for children of key workers and vulnerable pupils. University students will not be returning until at least mid-February. People were told uh, to work from home unless it's absolutely impossible and leave home only for essential trips. Um, all shops that are non-essential and personal care services like hairdressers, barbers closed and restaurants can be open only for takeout. So here we go again in Great Britain. I don't know didn't you learn anything from the first time around? A. It doesn't help. B. B. It cripples your economy. And C, it kills people in other ways. So, I don't know why why you would do this. They have 26,626 COVID-19 patients in hospitals. That's an increase of more than 30% from a week ago. 40% above the highest level of the first wave in the spring. Wow. Now, Fauci told us, we learned yesterday, that you have to have... 70 to 75% uh, of people being vaccinated in order to have herd immunity. And then it was, no, actually it's more like 80, 85%, maybe even 90% have to be vaccinated before we can have herd immunity. And then he was challenged on that, actually by somebody at CNN. And uh, he kind of, sort of, in a roundabout, mealy-mouthed way admitted, yeah, I just I kind of throw out those numbers because you, you can't be exact. We don't really know what the number is. Uh, but I want people to listen to us. Oh! no. Okay, so you just want to manip- manipulate us. Well, that's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> just amazing. He's also, in an, in an interview with Newsweek, he also floated the possibility that the coronavirus vaccine would be made mandatory for things like school and travel.
2: Oh, shocker.
1: Yeah. Stunning surprise.
2: Did not see this coming.
1: He explained that there could be a possibility of introducing COVID-19 vaccine passports. Yeah, we've heard that that uh, tossed around a few times. When asked if there was the possibility the, that the vaccine could be mandatory for school, oh. Fauci explained that is possible, but that's something that's mandated at the state level and city level. A citywide school system might require it. In some cities, but not in other cities. And that's what I mean by things not being done centrally, but locally. When Fauci was asked of the possibility that the vaccine would be mandatory for travel, Uh-oh. he responded, yeah, that's quite possible. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, all right. <clears throat> well, don't worry about it then. And Biden also alluded to that by talking about interstate travel. Wow. Wow. However, Fauci doesn't think that the coronavirus vaccine will be made mandatory at the federal level.
2: Oh, that means it will. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: always the opposite of what this he is thinks. Just, that's just his stance yesterday. It could be completely different by now.
2: Yeah, that, that, that was printed off probably a couple hours ago.
1: And by the time it came out of the printer, <laughs> he changed his mind. Uh, we almost never mandate things federally, he said. Uh, I'm not sure it's the COVID-19 vaccine is going to be mandatory from a central government standpoint, like federal government mandates, but there are going to be individual institutions that I'm sure are Mm. going to mandate it. Then I'm not going to want to.
2: Well, the future looks great.
1: Doesn't it? He's already uh, been appointed as the chief medical advisor for president-elect Biden and stressed that it's not up to me to make a decision but these are all things that will be discussed under the Biden administration. That's all the same kind of BS he tried to pull during uh, the Trump administration uh, when he went back and forth on every single issue. Literally every issue. And then we're supposed to follow the science. Well, which science? The science that he believed yesterday or the science that we're hearing now today? Uh, the science that was back in March or the science that was back in January or the science that we understand as it exists today, it's just—it's asinine. And and yet, if you don't believe every word out of his mouth, you're some kind of kook.
2: What's, what's weird is that our local weathermen have better accuracy ratings than Dr. Fauci. Yet no one's lighting candles or praying to uh, Saint Weatherman.
1: No, right? Isn't isn't the adulation of this guy amazing? He it's just is bizarre. Sick. I really, really don't understand it. Plus, he just turned 80, right? He just turned 80 years old.
2: Might want to retire. Might.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. This might be a good time. Uh, I don't know. It seems like a really good time when you're 80 uh, to retire. Meanwhile, a study has investigated the effects of COVID-19 vaccine on male fertility. Lead researchers, Dr. Ranjith Ramasamy, a reproductive urologist with U Health, initiated an earlier study which found the virus was present in the testicles for up to six months following infection. <laughs> Yay! <sighs> There's another fun little thing that we could discover together that spurred his team to question whether the virus's effect on uh, uh, what the what it, what the effect was on uh, sperm and reproduction. Uh that's not a word I like to say on the air very, very often. Yeah, as a matter of fact.
2: <laughs> I mean, I can think of some other words. <laughs> I can too. That's I probably the too. best one to go with. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, his team is now looking at the potential impact of the vaccine as well. So not just the virus, but can the vaccine make you sterile? And uh, what a surprise—we're looking into that possibility when we've got Bill Gates, one of the main funders of uh, this whole movement who has spoken often about vaccines and controlling the population.
0: Huh.
2: They're also saying pregnancy.
1: And pregnancies. Like women. So fertility Con- in men mm-hmm.
2: and it might hamper pregnancies in women. Yeah, your ability to get pregnant hmm. because of the attack that's happening there with the vaccine. And a zero population guy like uh, Bill Gates is involved. Don't be... Huh. Don't connect huh. dots. That is really interesting. Stop it.
1: Uh, we're evaluating the sperm parameters. I love doing that. Don't you like to evaluate sperm parameters? It's, it's a gonna, hobby of mine.
2: I'm going to find you a better word.
1: <laughs> and quality before the vaccine and after the vaccine. From the biology of the COVID vaccine, we believe it shouldn't affect fertility, but we want to do the study to make sure that men who want to have kids in the future, yeah. to assure them it's safe to go ahead and get the vaccine.
2: Uh, stick with... Uh... Stickwood, with, stick with sperm. Stick with is, sperm. Yeah. There's not yeah. a better. There, there aren't a
1: lot of no. good alternatives for nope. radio purposes. No,
2: nope. the synonyms are not there.
1: So yeah, uh, <laughs>
2: I wonder if I could find that
1: Bill Gates. Um, oh, I know discussion on uh, zero population. This is where he was talking about his his dad and and you know some of his feelings on population
3: growth. Two that really grabbed me as, as urgent. Uh, was were issues related to population, uh, mm-hmm. reproductive health? Uh-huh. But did you
0: come to reproductive issues uh-huh.
3: as an intellectual? When I was growing up, my parents were always involved in various uh, uh, volunteer things. My dad was mm-hmm. uh, head of Planned Parenthood.
1: That's yeah, not a volunteer and thing.
3: And it was very controversial mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. to be involved with that. He went. Hmm.
1: It was that. Well, that's crazy. It was in. To be involved with an organization who slaughters children, babies? Whoa. How could that be controversial? I don't understand. Uh,
2: Reproductive health? Yeah.
1: Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Amazing.
2: Connect those dots. Yeah, you don't want
1: to do that. You don't want to connect any dots. Uh, because then it scares the hell out of you. Thanks for returning with us. (laughs) Just to reward you, we got uh, traffic and weather together every three minutes on the fours. All day. 888-933-93 got some tweets here as well from DMXDM. If they can do that with an iPad, uh, find it via GPS, Uh, think of what they can do when they start demanding we have all the chips implanted for our safety.
2: Mm-hmm. hmm
1: Small myth, Bass, Kurt. <laughs> I lost my cell phone with my guns in a boating accident. Oh, no. It ain't me they're tracking. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, from Preston in South Carolina. Pat, you did the long-running joke about Democrats voting on Wednesday in Georgia. Don't Democrats actually vote after the election nowadays anyway? <laughs> and then have those votes counted. <laughs> yes. Nice. Well, it's so nice. important to get to the election. Uh, the voting booth today, and vote Republican in those Senate races. Uh, There's a new study out, published in the peer-reviewed journal Nature Communications, that said careers of female scientists, get this, how dare they say this? Just because it's what they found in their study doesn't mean they should say anything about it. So they found that the careers of female scientists who have had female mentors suffer as a result. And they do better under male mentors. And they came under fire on Twitter about that. People were outraged by their scientific findings. So they just they just re- withdrew the the paper. Come on. <laughs> Is that amazing? Come on. The journal directed uh, directly reacted to the pressure by saying they would investigate the matter as a priority. Uh, and so they did, and the criticism kept coming. Uh, so they just they just withdrew uh, the entire study. It just the study was retracted because it just doesn't fit the narrative. The narrative now is that men and women are the same, or you can go ahead and say women are superior. That's okay. Uh, but you also, we're also getting to the point where there can be no men or women. There's, we're just all some sort of neutral thing that exists right now. Uh, and that was shown to us by the uh, Reverend Representative in Congress who uh, uttered this prayer we the ask other day. It
0: in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names by many different faiths.
1: Wait. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Amen. And a woman,
1: Amen. and a woman. What was he? Bra. <laughs> I don't know that. What? What is it? He says at the beginning. Does he mean? Ah, uh, I found it. Okay.
2: I thought it was Brahma, <clears throat> <clears throat> which is a type of bull. Yeah. No. Um, it's uh, it's a god. It's the creator god in Hinduism. That's who the Reverend, the Methodist.
1: <sighs> okay, so he <laughs> specifically. Named the Hindu god. Let's play that again.
2: We ask it in the name of the monotheistic god, uh-huh. Brahma, and mm.
0: God known Brahma. By many names by many different faiths.
1: I'm not going to name them because a the man uh-huh. and a woman. <laughs> there's so You're much. Such... There's so much screwy there that it's. Uh... Although you know what, he's onto a he's onto something. I think we, you... we need to start altering. Some of these gendered words, and uh, and just even it out, you know. Mandatory. I mean, how how often have we used the word mandatory? Shouldn't that be womanatory? Now, really,
2: a lot of syllables.
1: Manifesto. How hmm. <laughs> about womanifesto? Maneuver should be womaneuver. A mannequin should become a womannequin. A womannequin.
2: A mannequin.
1: Womannequin. Uh mannerism? <laughs> I'm so sick of that sexist word. It should be womanerism. Recommendation should be recommendation. Disappointment? How about disappoint disappointment? I uh, we we need to start we need to start changing the way we think about things and the way we speak about <laughs> things. And thank you for this. Reverend Representative in Congress Cleaver, I think his name is.
2: Yeah, Representative Cleaver. I think it was Saves84 on Twitter last night who pointed out his name is Emmanuel
1: Cleaver. <laughs> is it? <laughs> that is great. Oh, man. how ironic! Isn't that ironic? Don't you think? don't you think?
2: Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> Little Jeez. too ironic. Amazing.
1: Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. It's just it's gotten to the ridiculous point where, yeah, I, you either laugh about it, or your head explodes every single stinking day, every single day. Yep. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, something that was a little bit embarrassing over the weekend. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was doing a post game. Press conference after Clemson had lost to Ohio State. Now, uh, Trevor Lawrence, probably going to be the, almost for sure, is going to be the first person taken in the NFL draft that comes up in, uh, let's see, April, I think, is when the draft happens. May, right in there, yeah. April or May. Well,
2: hold on. The kicker girl from Vanderbilt? Yeah. Not not going number Mm. one? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. I mean... You know why she's not going number she one? She was the player of the week.
1: Sexism. That's why. Uh, V.O. That's why. Clear, unadulterated sexism. After all, she kicked an extra point.
2: Right, in that, that a, kick off. A 20-yarder. Jacksonville, you're on the clock. Make your decision in this PC world.
1: Uh, we pick uh, with the first pick in the draft. Uh, What's-her-face from... Vanderbilt. So does the crowd clap. <laughs>
2: yes! Yeah! Yes.
1: yes! We can get an extra point yes. out of her.
2: Yes! Woo! I wonder how many extra points the Jaguars missed this year. <laughs> We're going to find out.
1: That's uh, so great. We should push for her to be. Uh, otherwise, what is it? But sexism. That's all it can be. Right? I don't know what else it could be. I mean, she, she burst onto the scene Was a massive star. It's all anybody talked about for about two weeks. Uh, She should be the number one pick in the
2: draft. Pat (laughs) Gray. Listen to this. Okay. Uh, The Jaguars had, uh, this article is not showing me, but I know in November they had already had their sixth kicker of the year. Oh, you're kidding. So I'm trying to find out how many they ended up with. Is that
1: because of injuries or just guys who didn't perform? Terrible. Well, Uh, then. Oh, she should absolutely be. So there's a need. (laughs) There's a need there. They don't need a quarterback, they need a kicker. (laughs) Get what's her face from Vanderbilt. Is it Sarah? Sure. Yes. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) Uh, Sarah who? Mollard. Fuller. Yep. Okay, Sarah Fuller. Yes, yep. with, the, with the number one pick <laughs> in the NFL draft. The Jacksonville Jaguars choose Sarah Fuller, kicker, Vanderbilt.
3: Yeah! Yeah!
1: <laughs> yeah! Do we clap? Or do we... now?
2: we're... Do we gasp?
1: We're finally, <laughs> we're headed to the top.
2: And the Jets would still screw it up at number two. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going with a fourth string linebacker.
1: Jeez. Uh, That's unbelievable. So anyway, they're interviewing the presumed, because of sexism, the presumed, presumed number one pick, Trevor Lawrence, quarterback from oh. Clemson. And uh, something slightly embarrassing happened. Uh, here's a reporter uh, thinking she's on mute and uh, she doesn't like the mustache that Trevor just grew. <laughs> A really good game.
3: Poor Trevor needs to shave his stash.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a great reaction from him. Oh, uh,
2: thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Poor Trevor needs to shave his stash. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I mean, she's right about that, but that's not maybe the the time you want <clears throat> to Take yourself off mute accidentally. Yeah,
2: there's talk that the Jaguars will be able to play less in London overseas because of the uh, injection of having him as their face of their franchise and what that could mean to the Jaguars financially. And now maybe they won't be so oh. dependent because they're always a part of these London games every oh, really? year. So huh. big happenings down there. And how much money is he going to save? On income tax, as, a fo- as opposed to if the Jets had taken him.
1: Oh, yeah. Put, well, paying, 12% of his money.
2: Right, put, playing in, you know,
1: New Jersey. Oh, it's 12% yeah. just, is it 12% state tax, or is that just the New York City tax?
2: Yeah, well, that, that would be New Jersey, right? And I don't know, I think it's not quite as high as, as New, York. New York City. But yeah. he's also playing in a, in a division. That doesn't have a lot of income tax because he's playing Houston every year. And, right. In Nashville. So right. he's saving quite a bit of money by the Jaguars picking him than the Jets. And we're assuming
1: that's happening. Uh, uh, it may not. I mean, if the Jacksonville Jaguars come to their senses and take Sarah Fuller instead.
2: Right. I'm sorry. There was a lot of <laughs> then, assumptions on my part. Yeah,
1: there were. There were. We, we, we can't necessarily totally assume that they're going to do the wrong thing. And... uh Take the best quarterback in the country. Uh, they could have a kicker who once made an extra point. They could so, have They could have her. So oh I don't know how they pass on that. When they had who, who,
2: six kickers in one season. Right, well, that was in November. I mean, I think there's many more. As Rob says, they only had to pay her 70 cents on the dollar. <laughs> so you could keep the salary cap in check there. Uh-huh, right. Um, but you know how they call the last pick Mr. <laughs> Irrelevant.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, what if somebody... If somebody picks her, do they have to say Miss irrelevant? And would
1: you
0: Ms. dare attach the word irrelevant no, you can't. to a female? Not that
1: it's now now that it's a woman, if it would be, if she were the two hundred and fortieth pick or whatever they do in this the last pick is in the seventh round, uh, then you couldn't you couldn't use that phrase any longer. <laughs> Jeez. I mean really you couldn't. Be I'll bet fun. you couldn't. Now she's not gonna be, of course, drafted by anyone. Uh, but if she were, mm. all bets are off. You you can't say anything negative about her. You couldn't She's see the someone. Best thing that ever happened in twenty
2: twenty one as a PR move, maybe signing her after the draft and inviting her to camp, <laughs> just so the cameras will be there. And, and I'm telling you, it could happen. It, oh, of
1: course it could. Of course it could. Anything can happen in this new reality. Uh, by the way, speaking of football, this is kind of a cool story. Russell Okung became the uh, first NFL player to ever be paid part of his salary in Bitcoin. In May of 2019, NFL offensive line, lineman uh, Russell Okung wrote on Twitter that he wanted his salary to be paid in Bitcoin, um, and apparently the, the team went along with it and said, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll pay part of your salary in Bitcoin. Uh, so he's receiving half of his 13 million dollar salary base for the 2020 season in Bitcoin now when they purchased the Bitcoin and you know made that part of his salary it was about six and a half million dollars right and it was six and a half million dollars worth of bitcoin at five to eight thousand dollars per coin yeah
2: somewhere in there yeah we know that
1: it's now 33 thousand thousand dollars per what? coin. So, wait, what? Thirty three thousand per coin. So
2: how much would that six and a half million be worth? So let's say at the low end, uh hey, I'm I'm out on this by the way, so don't even ask me to grab a calculator or whatever. It's worth
1: on the low end, if they got it at five thousand per coin, six almost
2: seven times oh, yeah.
1: its value. Yeah. So his six and a half million now becomes forty-five million?
2: So at the very least it'd be four times as much,
1: yeah, right? At the very least it's four times as much. Which is almost thirty million. That's
2: exciting. Good for him. What a great idea. The guy's brilliant. No wonder last week he tweeted out Jeez. got paid in Bitcoin. Yeah, you did. I see what you're doing there. You're flexing for us. That's seriously
1: <laughs> smart. Uh, the company claims Okung, who's now with the Carolina Panthers, is the first player in league history to receive part of his annual paycheck in the form of digital currency. If I were him, I think I'd cash out my Bitcoin portion right now because who knows what's going to happen. Yeah,
2: with it's it. already down uh, is it? below thirty this morning.
1: Oh, okay, because uh, yesterday it was at $33,000. Yeah. So Dipped me, a little bit, though, huh? Let me
2: just check here at this exact moment. It is... Oh, it's back up to... It's pushing thirty-two again. So um, it's
1: volatile, though. I mean, it went up to nineteen. Remember that a couple years ago, it went up to nineteen thousand, then crashed down to three thousand. Yep. So it's all over the place.
2: But yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, Darren McFadden. Remember him? Yeah. He thought he put two hundred thirty-seven million dollars into Bitcoin. What? He was ready to cash out. This was about three years ago. Um. So let's see. So no, he put he lost three million in Bitcoin. It should have been worth two thirty seven when he came calling for his uh, payment, mm-hmm. and his investment broker said, "Oh, yeah, I never, I never did that. My bad." Oh,
1: oh my gosh! Lawsuit. Yeah. Um. Really, he told his guy mm-hmm. to purchase Bitcoin. Oh, it's tragic. His guy didn't do it. Yep. And he thought he did, and then found out. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's that's not good enough. I'm gonna have to take control of your company now. Yeah. Uh, so.
2: So yeah. So McFadden signed a six-year, sixty oh, million dollar deal. Uh huh. Took three million and said, "Bitcoin it." And when it was worth supposedly two hundred thirty-seven million, oh. called up his oh. guy, and his guy was like, "Oh, really? My bad."
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Is there no recourse for that? Uh. I would think. I've got some recourse uh, suggestions. Yeah, me too. But probably don't want to say them on the air. Wow. Yeah, I don't know how this played out cuz this was 3 years ago. I'm seeing an article from then. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if he took him to court and I mean, what can you do? It's not like the guy's yeah, going to be know. like, "Oh, let me just write you a check for that 237 million I screwed you out of." Yeah, that's
1: We I'd be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> and with, you know, no recourse except I guess you could sue him. But uh, again, you're
2: never gonna get that two thirty seven mil. N- no, you're not. Oh, it's just, no, that you're not. Stinks, man. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, it kind of does. Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred 888-900-3393. I mean, I can't, I can't tell you how many times people told me you need to, you need to buy Bitcoin. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, I'm gonna get around to that. At three hundred, at, 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 <laughs> at five hundred, at one thousand, at two thousand, at four thousand, at five thousand, at eight thousand.
2: Yeah.
1: Now it's almost. Yeah, you do 000. that with
2: a lot of stuff, Pat.
1: <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, really <sighs> good. Really good genius. Aren't I just a financial wizard? uh H, 933 93 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. <laughs> Nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. also pat unleashed on Twitter where a sarcastic meat dust (laughs) (laughs) tweets yet another visit to the polls where thousands of others could have used my ID because my face was covered and they never looked. I feel so secure in our voting process right now. (laughs) Do it anyway though, please, please do it anyway. But yeah, I mean, when you're wearing a mask and they don't ask you to even take it down, How are you supposed to ensure that this...
2: You're not. That's the point.
1: You can't. Slightly Venomous Kirk tweets, If Keith accidentally took Pat's uh, iPad Mm -hmm. and Pat came to get it, could Keith follow Pat and finally find where he lives? Well, I couldn't get to Keith's house in the first place because, as you know, there are no roads between my house and his. We're not
2: going to my house. We're going to your house. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to follow you from mm-hmm. that iPad.
1: No, well, I can't get to your house to get my iPad because oh, there's is no that road. Said. Yeah, there's oh, no road. I misheard. Yeah. Oh, uh, b de bodine tweets, so women don't make as good of mentors as men? Uh-oh. Huh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and from SwankThink, it's women with an X. Please do not use gendered language Point to... Point personal privilege. Right. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah.
0: Please do not use gendered language to, 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 to address everyone.
1: To address everyone. Okay. Okay. Uh, good. I'm glad we got that settled then. Are we all clear? hmm A few minutes ago, we were talking about uh, Bill Gates and uh, this vaccine and the fact that the vaccine, they're looking into whether or not it can cause infertility in men, plus... Pregnancy issues for women. Hmm. I don't even understand how that would be possible. I mean, Bill Gates is involved. Here's here's some of the wonderful things Bill Gates has said in the past about vaccines.
3: The side effects for the Moderna vaccine sound concerning. We looked. After the second dose, at least 80% of participants experienced a systemic side effect, ah. ranging from severe chills to fevers. Mm-hmm. So... Are these vaccines safe? Well, the uh, the uh, FDA, uh, not being pressured, will look hard at that. The FDA uh, is the gold standard of regulators, uh-huh. uh, and, and their current guidance on this. And I'm not answering your if question. They stick with that is is all. very very appropriate. It's very. Uh, I, th- I have
1: no idea what I'm saying right know, now.
3: The, it, the, the 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 side th- effects were not super severe. That is, it didn't cause permanent health for uh-huh. right. uh or the things that are they you know, Moderna did have to go with a fairly high dose and so mm-hmm. uh you know um, to get the you antibodies know. some of the other vaccines uh is this are CNN? going am able I, to go with doses where where am I right now to get Uh, responses that are Uh are pretty high, including the the (laughs) J&J and the Pfizer. And so there's a lot of characteristics of these vaccines. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. It's great that we have multiple of them. It uh, is. It's
1: great. uh,
3: You you know the data uh better than I do. Uh But the bill, bill, the the data show that everybody with a high dose had a a side effect. Uh Uh-huh. Well, yeah, but some yeah, of that is, is not, not dramatic where yeah. you know, it's oh. just you know, super painful. You know, it's just yes, super painful, excruciating sure not severe side pain,
1: effects. massive hemorrhagic uh, fever, uh-huh. uh, bleeding out of eyeballs. Uh, some people's arms fell off, <laughs> but they're still breathing. Right. Uh, what do you want? You know, are they infertile? Yes. Uh, but that's a good thing because we have less mouths to feed, and less global warming. And think of the things you can do with a tail, right? And so, um, I, I'm sorry, what network am I on right now? Are you making me think and squirm a little bit here? What is, I, I expect this from Fox,
2: but not from you people. His opening response. I had to write this. So down. great. Here it is. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Um. The FDA not being pressured will dot, dot, dot ellipses. The FDA not being, pre- why do you have to point that out? Not, wh- not what not being pressured? Can't you just say the FDA is going to discuss this or, you know, uh, mm. give us uh, their feedback? Mm-hmm. The FDA not being pressured. Uh, they're, they're gold
1: standard. And we, um, I don't really know how to wiggle out of this question. Uh, look. Look. Uh,
2: I mean, he sucks at this.
1: Wow, that's I well. Mean, he's not used to it. He's not used to being challenged on anything. He's the great Bill Gates. He's <laughs> like the Oz behind the curtain. Don't challenge him, or you're going to find there's an empty suit behind uh, behind the curtain. That's all there is.
2: I mean, seriously, there were more us and ums than actual words. <laughs> yeah. Is Man. it safe? That's crazy. You should be
1: ready. <laughs> I mean, you would have you would have thought she just asked him where did you obtain all your technology to get Microsoft started um, well I I'm uh, I I visited Xerox and IBM uh-huh. and uh, they left a lot of stuff laying around but I I didn't notice really I'm <laughs> oh, sorry the FDA uh, is the gold standard wait I'm not not asking you anything health related right now bill. <laughs> Yeah, he, yeah, that's great.
2: That's he should probably great. practice his answer next yeah, time. Yeah, he
1: should. And, you know, if they're going to start playing journalists now, uh, what's her face from – I guess she's on CBS now. She was on – was it MSNBC?
2: Wasn't uh, she on MSNBC? That's Savannah, Nora,
1: Is that Savannah Guthrie? Yeah,
2: Nora O'Donnell, I think so. Nora been. O'Donnell, yeah. CBS,
1: right? I get her confused.
2: But um, I guarantee you the producer <clears throat> called Bill Gates or his people and he <clears throat> said, hey, we're just going to have you on – you know, mm-hmm. can you just calm the fears of people that say it's not safe? You know, blah blah blah. Right. It's it was a right.
1: softball. Oh, total softball.
2: Because it's Absolute not softball.
1: safe. Jeez, yeah. I mean, people. Eighty percent of people are are experiencing severe chills, chills and fever in the day following. Well, I mean, that is a pretty high percentage of people who are getting sick right away from from the vaccine, and I know. You know, it's better than having COVID and dying, but 99.87% of people
2: survive it. See, here's the thing. Uh, as one who's had COVID mm-hmm. and has been flat out for two weeks, mm-hmm. um, I've already had something in my body that was manufactured in a lab. Thank you very much. I don't need a second one. Okay? <laughs> no, that came from a bat. What are you talking about, Keith? A bat living inside a what are lab. are talking
1: about? That's where it was. <laughs> So, um, President-elect Joe Biden uh, promising a nationwide mask mandate uh, and woman date, according to the Babylon Bee. <laughs> In light of recent events, Biden has updated his COVID plan to include not just a mask mandate, but a mask woman date as well. <laughs> Can't believe that they've already done a story with this. Boy, they're fast. In a prepared statement given to his nurse and posted on Twitter, <laughs> the completely legitimate and unquestioned president-elect apologized for the sexist language in his plan. Listen, folks, we all make mistakes. I realized this morning that my COVID plan includes a mask mandate, but not a woman date. I have amended and also a woman my <laughs> plan to include a mask woman date. <laughs> <laughs> so good. We will also be adding a mask non-binary date, a mask gender queer date, a mask two spirit date, a mask polygender date, mm-hmm. and a mask non-binary trans species date. Okay. <laughs> More dates will be arriving as we continue to do our research to make sh- make sure no one is left out. According to sources, the Biden transition team has grown alarmed at the number of times the word men appears in the English language. Mm -hmm. They've been working around the clock to replace all usages of the word men in their plan with the word women. Unfortunately, it was determined that the word women is also problematic. Uh, They then replaced the word women with people who menstruate.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Good. So true.
1: We have a long way to go, said Biden, but I know that in time we will mend our nation's wounds. Or, I mean, people hominstruated them. (laughs) (laughs) Because you can't menstruate. (laughs) It it is that ridiculous. It it just is that ridiculous now.
2: Bizarro world. Man. Whoops.
1: Woman, I mean. Uh, All right. From Dr t2c I can't wait to watch the new episodes of the Mandalorian and woman Delorean
2: <laughs> perfect
1: which by the way again I mean if you haven't seen it yet we're please gonna, watch yeah. it so we can talk about yeah, it yeah
2: we're gonna ruin it by Friday yeah
1: Friday is the day we Friday? ruin it okay. so uh watch it if you have to if you have to go ahead and just gorge yourself on uh, the whole season please do it by Friday because uh, it, it's something you got to talk about. It was so cool uh, to me, the best darn Star Wars episode of any type, movie or series or whatever since 1983. Yeah. The I, only thing really worth worthwhile from Star Wars uh, since 1983, uh, if you get right around to it. I mean, those the last movies were just plain not. Uh, the very last one I, I did like. But everything in between 1983 and when did that one come out? 2017. Know, when, is when that the, last the Han one? Solo one? Yeah, the you no, like the, that one? the what was it? The Last Jedi. What was the no? Oh, yeah. What was the last one called? Sure. Oh, Return of Skywalker. Sure. Rise I, of Skywalker. Rise Rise, of Skywalker. Thank you, yeah, that one. I did like that one. But uh, everything else post
2: 1983, I wouldn't say it's all been garbage, but I would say without overselling the Mandalorian episode, I would say Fun. that is definitely the best thing in the I think last so too. whatever. I think 40, so. 37 years? Yeah. 37 years? Yeah. And um, uh, it, it's, uh, it's, it's nice to be able to have something to look forward to again because it just has been oh cool, here comes another Star Wars movie. Yeah. And now I'm like when yeah. does the next season start?
1: Me too. And I think the answer to that is like a year from now. I think it's December of 2021. Uh, our, also, this is kind of an interesting development. The Proud Boys leader, uh, whose name is Enrique uh, Tarrio, he was arrested in Washington D.C. This were guy, waiting for him, and uh, fortunately, they got this guy off the streets. You know what he did?
2: Oh no, what
1: he burned a Black Lives Matter banner. He burned it. It was a it was a Black Lives Matter banner that didn't belong to him. He took it down and he burned it. So uh, they arrested him. I
2: was waiting for the rest. Put,
1: of them. put him in jail.
2: What else did he do? And
1: that's it. Did he? Th- uh, is
2: that not bad enough for you? Hold on. What he...
1: more do you need, my friend? Well, I mean, what you want? Complete genocide? Is that what you want from this guy? Because that's did, what it would take to be
2: worse. Did he throw bricks through windows? No. or Set fire to businesses? No. or Drag people out of their cars? No. Beat them because to
1: death? no, you can go ahead and you know take someone else's American flag and stomp on it right. and burn it. You can you can loot a shoe store till there's nothing left on the shelves. You can burn down a business. Uh-huh. You can steal TVs. You can help yourself to appliances from any store you want. But don't you dare burn a BLM flag. Sure. Sacred. Put your ass in jail.
2: Sacred, Pat.
1: How crazy is that? All the stuff that's been going on since, uh, when was it? April or, or May? Uh, when that happened in Minneapolis. Uh,
2: yeah, Memorial and Day weekend.
1: all of it ignored. Yep. All of it completely ignored. Nobody's paid a price for virtually anything. But this Proud Boys leader, oh, we've got to arrest him. The second he got into D.C., they were waiting for him.
2: Mm-hmm. God, just you don't un- think you're being tracked?
1: <laughs> unreal. Unreal. 888-900-3393. And it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, you know, every time I share these stories about Scoremaster... It uh, it almost crashes down their website because people realize what a great deal this is. The average person has 97 points that they can quickly add to their score over time, but no idea, of course, how to get them. Scoremaster and their credit scientists have discovered an algorithm that super boosts credit, credit scores. Not just a few points, but they can get you 97 points really fast. Imagine 97 points on top of your current score if you're going out and... And trying to obtain a car loan or, you know, buy a house, um, it's going to mean better rates, uh, better interest rates. There's so many things. Sometimes you even need this for for job purposes, they check your credit score.
2: Or just find a place to live, like an apartment or something. True. So if you have okay credit, you're buying a
1: car, could save you $9,000. Just average. Just just by raising your score the average 61 points in 20 days wow. or less. Uh, really amazing. Scoremaster, it puts you in control of your finances. You can enroll in just minutes. It's super easy and they'll even show you how many plus points can, can be added to your credit score. Scoremaster.com slash pad. Scoremaster.com slash pad. slash pad.
0: Gray, unleashed. Point of personal privilege.
1: Yes. yes, go ahead.
0: Please do not use gendered language to, <laughs> to address everyone. All right. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Okay. 888 hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Got some tweets here. M- uh, Mother Clucker <laughs> tweets. Uh, Bill Gates is a scientist like Bill Nye is a scientist. Why are people listening to him? Yet ignoring what he has said about population control methods. Mm-hmm. From Rants Out Loud, I'll blindly assume the FDA doesn't have any ulterior motives. When I can trust the CDC, Mm -hmm. the who. Wait, you don't trust the who? I mean, Won't Get Fooled Again was one of the great songs of the early 70s. And
2: that's what he means.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And even the Commission on Presidential Election Debates. Uh, Bob blah. Tweets, uh, one wonders how the actual impact COVID-19 has had on the world compares to China's
2: original hopes. (laughs) Right, which was probably just to shut down the protests.
1: Yeah, probably went far beyond uh, their wildest dreams. Uh, Carl Smith tweets, Why is it that zero population supporters always want to start with the generation after themselves? (laughs) Was Bill Gates' father the head of Planned Parenthood before or after Bill was born? From uh, Captain Sham... Please tell me the Mandalorian had Jar Jar Binks in it. Shh, don't I, tell him, I'm don't not tell, tell him. You. I won't tell. No, cuz wow, would that be that be a dream come true. <laughs> Only if they cut his head off uh, in the episode. That would be a dream.
2: Now you dream. see why we love it so much.
1: Mhm. Proud Mr. Greybeard, you're absolutely wrong. Rogue One is the best Star Wars movie yeah. of them all. Stop <laughs> the lies. Rogue One. What? It was good. I mean, it was okay. It was good. But it's no,
2: it's it not better than, not better than The New Back
1: Hope or Empire Strikes Back or Return of the
2: Jedi. I don't know. That I, anything could ever be better than Empire Strikes Back.
1: Love no that. Star Wars saga uh, right, that's what I mean. event could. No. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's pretty tough to
2: top. Mandalorian Season 3. I looked it up. Uh, Christmas Day. <clears throat> we got to wait till Christmas. Oh, wow. Sheesh. Got delayed because of, I don't know what happened in the world.
1: Hard to believe anything could have delayed right, right. anything. Uh, I mean, ever, hasn't everything been going swimmingly?
2: Yeah, we're on we're on schedule. Every,
1: yeah, everything's like, normal. 2020 was a dream year, wasn't it? Huh. Huh. I like how everybody talks about 2020 as if everything suddenly changes at the stroke of midnight 2021. I wish it was like that. Wouldn't it be great? Sure. Like a magic... Pixie dust comes down and makes everything fine.
2: Yeah, my life's been perfect for the last five days. Has it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay. Good. Perfect. Good.
1: Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. I love this. This this is an example of just how far the madness has gone with this mask thing. This is so stupid in the Patriot League, which I guess is D one basketball, right? It's Division one. Sure. Uh, so Boston University has made a uh, a, a decision well, the about the conference. health of their student-athletes.
2: The whole conference. It, they, oh, the whole conference is doing it? They pushed back the men <clears throat> and women's basketball season. <clears throat> they, now. They, they canceled it, and then they said, you know what? No, we'll play. But there's a caveat.
1: And here's the caveat. <laughs> Watch uh, take a look at this. See if you can tell what <clears throat> they've decided here.
2: All right. Okay, so look at this. Awesome women's basketball action.
1: Uh you might notice the uh who
2: just wait, let's see who scored. Let's get a closer look. <sighs> it's the Lone Ranger. No. <laughs> uh
1: for some reason uh, I guess they want to be anonymous. They've <laughs> all masked this. up. There,
2: you have to wear a mask while playing basketball in the Patriot League. Oh, this is the is dumbest, ridiculous, most irresponsible thing. Look at that nonsense. When you're
1: exerting yourself like that, running up and down the court. Uh, you're going to
2: drown in your own carbon dioxide. All hope is lost. Society, good night. I love how she's got it below <sighs> her chin. She's like, screw Jeez. you. I mean, this is this is absurd. And this is every men and women's basketball game in the Patriot League right now.
1: Is there not a doctor somewhere near somebody who makes decisions in that league that mm. said, hey, you know what? That's probably not a good idea. The
2: science is settled.
1: <laughs> I would so stupid.
2: First of all, don't you have
1: to test negative to get out on the court to right. begin with? Right. So you got you've got all the players healthy on both people. teams, you got healthy people cuz you know they are cuz you just tested them. And then you put them on the floor and you make them wear masks. This is stupid. It just doesn't make any sense. Could we at least make sense? No, of course we
2: can't. No. No. And as one of your uh, <laughs> audience members pointed out on Twitter last night, it's maybe a trick just to guess to watch women's basketball in the Patriot League. Yeah.
1: Well, okay, that's more than I've watched in my entire life. Right.
2: My... See, it worked.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. And what is all this mask wearing leading to? Uh, just another gigantic uh wasteland in our in our nation in our in our in the world's oceans where all of the masks are being dumped and winding up there you know this thing is like 80 times the size of the uh, look at that look Ugh. at all those masks Ugh. out there on the beach um Ugh. you think the pacific garbage patch is amazing mm. and now the mask patch it's i understand it's already 250 times the size of Alaska. Is that right? Yeah, 250, 250 times and the size 50
2: of times and 250 times the all,
1: size? And they've all clumped together out in the middle of the uh, Pacific. 250 times the size of Alaska. Oh, safety in numbers. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Seriously, how many do they say are out there in the oceans? Well, let's see. Uh, for
1: months, we've seen all of these masks where they shouldn't be. Storm drains, streets, beaches, parks. Now we're learning just how many could be flooding our ocean. Once plastic enters the marine environment, it's very difficult to move, according to Dr. Teal Phelps Bondarev.
2: Wow, that's a cool name. Yeah,
1: Teal Ph- Phelps Bondarev, uh, director of research for Ocean Asia, Oceans Asia. Nice. I love that organization. Right? Do you
2: donate to them?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm a member since uh, the late. Like 40s. you wrote
2: him a check on December 31st. I did. So I, you could get. Them I on do it 2020 on 2020
1: December 31st of every year.
2: Yeah, but what, like, <clears throat> is it billions? Like over. Was it, 1.5 billion? Well, over time,
1: I've lost track of how much I've donated to them. I love
2: them. Oh, no, I don't mean how much money. I mean how many masks.
1: Oh, how many masks. Okay, so it's believed that more than one and a half billion masks (laughs) are now in our oceans. Yay. One and a half billion masks.
2: Yeah, and they're also uh, in the Walmart parking lot. Yesterday, I took some pictures without taking a step just from where I stood And I made sure to send those We have a photo of that? Yeah. Uh, Let's see that. that. Okay, there's there's one. There's one. And then there's
1: These are all from the same parking lot?
2: just me turning 360 degrees. And then I made sure to send those to the uh, World Wildlife Wildlife Federation. (laughs) I sent that to Greenpeace. I tagged them. I tagged the Audubon Society. Good. uh, Sierra Club. So many. Just so they know what's going on out there.
1: Yeah, just one and a half billion in the ocean. Don't worry about it. But... Man, you better use paper straws or I'm going to be pissed.
2: Pat Gray, Unleashed.
1: Thanks for being here. AAA 900 3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, looks like four four million five hundred 4,563,260 people have received the vaccine in the U.S. so far. And I think by now they wanted to. They wanted to vaccinate about 20 million. That hasn't quite materialized. But a bunch of people were lining up, seems like at a football stadium. I was. I saw the tail end of a newscast yesterday, and they talked to a couple of the elderly people that were in line. It was the first 100,000 people in line were going to get vaccinated or something. And they were cap- camping overnight, I think. They really want this vaccine. They really want that fever and the chills to begin right away. And, of course, the Bell's palsy uh, face paralyzation, which is also a, a huge plus. And that's what they're People in line for? Yeah.
2: No, there's no Metallica tickets or anything like no, that? No, uh-uh.
1: Nope. They want the vaccine, and they want okay. it now. They want it now. Oh. And who can blame them? I mean, if you have a chance to get chills and a massive fever, you're going to get right in line, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> And maybe for the chance of uh, your face being paralyzed? Who doesn't want that? (laughs) Who doesn't want it? (laughs) Sounds like fun. Doesn't it? This whole COVID thing has been so fun so far. Mm. Um, There's a proposed bill in New York that's going to make it even more fun because it will allow officials to detain people they think are sick. A bill introduced by New York (laughs) State Assemblymen would give... Governor Andrew Cuomo, the authority to remove or detain someone deemed a threat to the public health. Hmm. States that a questionable individual, a questionable individual or group of people, quote, shall be detained in a medical facility or other appropriate facility or premises designated by the governor. (laughs) That doesn't sound like a concentration camp at all. That does not sound like Nazi Germany at all. Or communist China right now, as a matter matter of fact. Even those, get this, even those without an illness can be confined if they've had contact with someone who might, who might have been sick, despite the fact that they were symptom-free. Hmm. Wow. Uh, Okay, Uh, New York is really on the right track right now, I think, as far as, People's liberties.
2: Did you sniff?
1: Yeah, a little bit. I just got a little bit of a cold, I think. Oh, wow, okay. Cody Anderson, who's the chairman of the Libertarian Party. Oh, so you know he's a kook and won't like this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he said, let's put aside for a moment the egregious privacy violation in issuing an order announcing an individual to be a health risk. This bill offers a clear and direct path to unconstitutional and indefinite detainment On the governor's sole authority. No U.S. state was ever meant to have a single person acting as judge and jury without checks or balances. If this bill is allowed to pass, that's exactly what New York will have. We once again demand that legislative leaders be principled when they claim, my body, my choice. Mm -hmm. They must not pick and choose. Mm -hmm. My body, my choice. That only applies... In the case of abortion, so I don't know what this guy is talking about. What do you mean you know that's only for abortion, right? Like you can't eat what you want, <laughs> you you can't drive what you want. So don't try that stuff with Can I us.
2: Wear a seatbelt if I want.
1: Uh, no, you can't. I, I. You have to wear one regardless of whether you want to. So. Okay. Yep. So it really isn't your body, your choice, except in the case of
2: abortion. What about schools for my kids?
1: No, just what? an abortion.
2: So. so I can kill my kid, but yeah. I can't educate but, them where right, I want?
1: Exactly right. Now you're getting it. <laughs> you like it? Stupid
2: world. <laughs> I know.
1: I know. In Canada now, there was a police raid. They raided a home Drugs. of a person suspected of having- Drugs. Uh, or or was it a, okay. a huge gun cache? Okay. Maybe a cache of guns? Dead bodies. dead Yeah, dead people buried in the basement. Wow, really? Like the old ladies in Arsenic and Old Lace, where they bury all those guys in the basement because they're a little wacky. Okay. Um, That's no, what it was? here's what they had. It, something even more egregious. No. They had more than six people inside that home. More than six people. <laughs> These people don't deserve to live.
2: So they sent in the... Police force.
1: Yeah, uh, check this out.
2: I can't. Unbelievable. I can't take it. Choking
1: him. Good gosh, man. Got This is—they're manhandling this guy out of the home. Are you for real? Because there's more than six people in it. I can't. Wow. I can't take it.
3: I, I, I,
2: that's, I'm sorry. That's evil. I don't care if you're following orders. That's evil.
1: Yeah. I mean, words fail. That's, I mean, Gestapo.
2: But look, that's a foreign country. <laughs> That's way over there.
1: All yeah, right. Don't even worry about it's that. not over here. That can't bleed into the U.S. That'd never happen here. Seriously. Canada. We've got a constitution.
2: It's Canada. Yeah. And we've been very close. Remember, we had the, um, there was a Jewish gathering in New York. Yeah. And they came into that house. They're like, what are you doing? I don't know. Hanging out with my friends, praying. Shut up. I mean, we are out of control. Very I mean, much we're, so. We're past the edge. We're we? Yep. Yeah, we're we're the we're wily e. coyote holding a sign at this point. Mm,
1: yep. <laughs> they. I would not be surprised to see this bill in New York get passed. Yeah. Where <clears throat> if they think you're sick or you've you've been near somebody who's sick, that they can put you in a detention center. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, these are things you couldn't have imagined. Uh, in your wildest nightmare, just a year and a half or two years ago. You know, you talk about, well, 10 years ago, you couldn't admit, It's a year and a half ago, really. In fact, one year ago at this time.
2: Less than. <laughs> like, seriously. Jeez. The high watermark for Western civilization was, like, March 1st, 2020.
1: <sighs> and it's been downhill ever since. Um, also, it's <laughs> another hopeful sign for you. From, again, Governor Cuomo. He hopes to speed up vaccinations by threatening $100,000 fines against hospitals. He said Monday, yesterday, the state's health department will issue fines of up to $100,000 to hospitals that don't distribute all of their coronavirus vaccines by the end of this week. Saying he wants to get needles in arms as quickly as possible. And if you don't... You're going to be fined $100,000.
2: Ooh, ooh!
1: He also said hospitals will be required in the future to use up all their vaccine doses within seven days of receiving the allotment every single time. What if you don't have that demand? What, what are you supposed to do? If, if not enough people want your stupid vaccine, uh, you're going to have to force it on them you so s- that you don't get fined $100,000? Yeah.
2: You want to see
0: this smug turd?
1: Yes. Okay, here, let's
2: play
0: that. We want it in people's arms as soon as possible. Oh, he is New York State Department of Health sent out a letter yesterday to all hospitals right. that said, if you don't use the allocation by the end of this week, the allocation you've received by the end of this week, uh, you can be fined and you won't receive further allocations. We'll use other hospitals who can administer it better. Uh, It also says from the day you receive the allocation, you have seven days Uh to use that allocation. I
1: see. Um, Uh
0: This is a very serious public health issue. And Department of Health uh, Commissioner Zucker is uh, very firm about Mm. making sure the hospitals step up and deliver here. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Mm -hmm. any provider who Mm -hmm. does not use the mm-hmm. vaccine could right. be fined up to $100,000. Going forward, they have to use the okay. allocation within seven days. Yeah. Otherwise, they can, be, uh, they can be removed from future distribution.
1: Good, good. And fined $100,000. Let's not forget that.
0: <laughs>
1: this is the same guy, by the way, who said... Uh, We're not
0: going to make America great again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was never that great.
1: Okay, and he's making it even less great than he thought it was when he said that two years ago. Wow. How much worse can it get with Cuomo in New York? Is anybody ever going to step up and say, hey, why don't you shut your yap hole? Because uh, (laughs) you're responsible for the death of how many thousands of elderly from your policies. And you've been wrongheaded and screwing this up since day one why don't you sit down and shut up
2: why don't you shut your yap hole (laughs) i love it
1: somebody's got to say that to him exactly those words why don't you shut your yap hole okay uh what a menace he's a stinking menace yep and by the way again speaking of menaces Uh, don't forget to vote in Georgia today. And I know we've all got the uh, concerns about the election and whether or not it's being done fairly and accurately. But you got to do what you can, right? It has to be, you have to get out and vote. Uh, And then see if we can overwhelm them to the point where they can't, where they just can't steal the election. It's got to be done. Uh, And Uh, By the way, they're going to try to um, resist seating the electors today in the Congress. And is it 140 Republicans in the House
2: that have signed on to that? At least. And I
1: think 13 Republican senators are going to do the same thing. You know what they think is going to be the result of that? It will delay the seating of the electors by two hours. (laughs) By two hours at least they tried. Right? so we can't even you know they can't even take a day to look into it a day a week let's just look into it for the next week what if we were to just really take a look at it so that you could say at least you could then say look we investigated it we know you were concerned what would be wrong with this for democratic leaders to say yeah you know what We understand your concerns. Let's look into it so that we can put your concerns to rest. We're going to have a totally transparent uh, situation here and investigation into the things you're talking about. Uh, Go ahead and show us your evidence. Let's take a look at it. Why wouldn't you do that? If you really want the American people to be comfortable in the process that we have in this nation, why wouldn't you do that? Seem to make all the sense in the world, and that's why that's why they won't do it. <sighs> man, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Fortunately, though, we've got uh, COVID vaccines headed to Rikers Island and uh, other jails around New York to make sure the inmates uh, get vaccinated before you know the elderly, <laughs> the people most at risk. New
2: York, man, how many different ways can you suck?
1: <laughs> A lot. A lot of different ways. They've begun vaccinating medical staff against COVID 19 and hope to inoculate corrections officers and inmates. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, it is interesting because a lot of a lot of people, a lot of conservatives, especially, I think, and Republicans, don't want the stupid vaccine to begin right. with. But it should be offered certainly to the to the most vulnerable among us before anybody else. Should be a choice. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. If you want it and you're vulnerable, you should be first in line here, mm-hmm. along with healthcare workers, and, right? The frontline workers.
2: Right. And um, convicted felons. I think we're all in agreement there.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. you think first of all you think, okay, frontline workers, they're heroes. Check. Okay, elderly, you gotta Check. believe. And then you think, and I wanted to go right to the inmates who have raped Check. and murdered people. Yes. Uh let's do that. Uh, <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Just like everything else in this country right now, it makes perfect sense. Uh all right. Let's what does Nostradamus have in mind? Uh oh. what were his predictions for this oh. year? It's it's weird. Did he have a prediction for every stinking year? Hold on
2: a second. <clears throat> Before you start, mm-hmm. has he ever had a prediction that was like unicorns and lollipops and rainbows and stuff?
1: Many, yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Good. Yeah, he has. I think. Okay. Right. I think I have he's, no had, idea. he's had incorrect predictions. There's no doubt about that. But he's had his thing is I guess he's got a pr- fairly decent track record. Supposedly, I don't know what the deal is with him.
2: But it's always negative. It seems.
1: Yeah, it does. <laughs> um. He now he died in 1566. So, but he left us with a prediction for every single year from then on <laughs> until, <forever. laughs> until the end of time. I think 9944 is his last prediction. The year 9944. Uh, but close readers of his work say he foresaw a 2021 even more destructive than <laughs> the hellscape that we just had <laughs> in 2020. Of course. In his writings, he mentions few young people, half dead to give a start. This can only mean one thing, according to a yearly horoscope, a zombie apocalypse. Fathers and mothers dead of infinite sorrows, women in mourning, the pestilent she-monster, the great one to be no more, all the world to end, he went on. Huh. That mm. ah, sounds fun. Mm-hmm. This guy was probably really great at parties, don't you think? <laughs> he was, I mean, if, if there's anybody worse than Glenn Beck at your party, <laughs> it had to be Nostradamus.
2: <laughs> so you're doing a party? Yeah. Is Nostradamus yeah. going to be there?
1: Ooh, I'm sick that
2: night. Oh, shoot. I guess. Got to wash my hair. Yeah, you're, you're I gotta, bald,
1: Keith. I'm just—I was just, just going to clean the lint out of my dryer. Um, dang it! That's come, tonight. Can I you come I, over after? No, I'll be really sore after that because I've got to bend over a lot uh, to get the how lint long is it? screen out of how there. It takes a long time. It's really hard to get out. <laughs> Nostradamus also appears to allude to the coronavirus pandemic, but writes that the following year will be even more destructive, perhaps bringing famine. To the world.
2: Wait, he didn't reference the pandemic.
1: Uh I see. It appears is that what you to just allude. Said? No, he appeared to allude to the oh, coronavirus okay, okay. pandemic. Okay, because psychic Nikki didn't. Yeah, she. No, psychic Nikki completely Ooh. missed the pandemic. I
2: mean, she literally. I printed up.
1: This is. This but is, I mean, what do you want her to see? Everything.
2: This is her entire. <laughs> I mean, this is at least forty pages of oh, predictions. Wow. Yeah. For 2020. And there's nothing in there about a pandemic. Psychic Nikki sucks.
1: <laughs> well, Nostradamus doesn't. Uh, already, he said the pa- pandemic has resulted in millions of Americans heading to food banks for the first time. And the UN has warned that food insecurity will be an even bigger problem in 2021. Nostradamus wrote this After great trouble for humanity, a greater one is prepared. Jeez. The great mover renews the ages. Rain, blood, milk, famine, steel, and plague. Is the heaven's fire seen a long spark running? What? Doesn't even make sense. Why couldn't this guy, if he sees things, just say, there's going to be a pandemic in 2021. It's going to be called the COVID-19 or coronavirus thing. And then in 2022, 2020- that's in 2020. In 2021, you're gonna have all kinds of famine and stuff. Yeah, I mean, then you've, you're on to something, right? But this guy's—he's also been wrong a lot. You know, he called Hitler Hisler. He was off by by a T. So don't tell me he knows a lot. Don't tell me he foresaw things. What a disappointment. <laughs> okay, you know what?
2: He's psychic, Nikki. Obviously.
1: Yeah, obviously. Next up, he sees an asteroid. In the sky, one sees fire and a long trail of sparks.
2: How's that huh. necessary? An asteroid could be a spaceship on fire crashing to Earth. Or right. A missile or something. Sure. Or, yeah. Or a plane crash. Right. Don't give me this. It's obviously an <clears throat> a, a asteroid. Okay. Don't fill in the blanks
1: for the man. Right. And, or it could be a meteor. You don't know it's an asteroid, but what if it's a meteor?
2: This is what sucks about Nostradamus. He didn't have distractions. He didn't have a smartphone, didn't have TV, didn't have the internet, couldn't sit around all day comparing flight costs. He he just had a bunch of visions. And so write it specifically. Yes. Don't dance around. I mean, that is vague (laughs) garbage. Was Nostradamus a woman?
1: No. No, he wasn't. Uh, already, of course, we've had a few close calls on Christmas Day. A huge asteroid zipped past oh, oh. right past the Earth. Didn't notice. In November, a pickup-sized asteroid squeaked by our planet about 250 miles over the <laughs> Southern Pacific on Friday the 13th. That's fun. Remember that?
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: And uh, now all this.
2: Okay. I don't know.
1: I mean, you could make anything out of these predictions, out of this, the quatrains that he did. Rain, blood, milk, famine, steel, and plague.
2: I mean, listen to that. He covered that his mean? bases. You're right. That's all he did. Yeah, that's all he and did. if something happens, and go, look, the man See? called it. See? That's, no.
1: No. No. Uh, and speaking of things in the heavens, do you know that in that bill they passed, the big stimulus bill that they they just got through, uh It calls for a 180-day countdown now to begin from the signing of the bill. Yes, I saw that. At the end of those 180 days, everybody who has information in the government on UFOs must release what they have to
2: the American (laughs) people. That's awesome.
1: Now, how great is that? That's cool. That might be the greatest provision in any bill ever. I... Can't
2: wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is the word shall in this line? I believe it is. Oh. oh. I believe it is. The wall shall be built?
1: Yes, just like that. And look at the wall. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't yeah. know if it's going to happen, That's but cool, at least though. they have mandated that it's supposed to happen. How
2: did they sneak that in? I don't know. Did Rubio do I don't that? know.
1: 180 d- uh, day countdown for the release of government information on UFOs. And it began after President Trump signed the $2.3 trillion COVID-19 Relief and Government Funding Bill. Hidden in there as a committee comment attached to the Annual Intelligence Authorization Act, which was part of the spending bill, the provision directs spy agencies to unveil their declassified knowledge about
2: UFOs. Look, if you're not going to read the bill, chokes on you. I get a kick out of these people who say... Read the bill.
1: The Senate Intelligence Committee, chaired by uh, Marco Rubio, uh-huh. wrote the provision. <laughs> and it requires a detailed analysis of unidentified aerial phenomena data and intelligence reporting collected or held by the Office of Naval Intelligence. Now, it was the Navy here who, who originally investigated UFOs in Project uh, Blue Book. Mm-hmm. And so we'd get to find. all of that information finally after all these years and everything the pentagon has been keeping from us
2: yeah he's been pushing for this yeah this This is great i'm convinced that if rubio ever became president of the united states we would know everything there is to know Mm -hmm.
1: and that is reason enough to vote for him right there Mm -hmm. the report must include a detailed analysis of data from the fbi which was derived from investigations of intrusions of uh, UFO or unidentified aerial phenomena data over restricted U.S. airspace, along with an assessment of whether this unidentified aerial phenomena activity may have attributed to one or more foreign adversaries. It's unclear how much information can be actually declassified and made public, uh, but people are calling. I mean, this is long overdue. Why Why haven't they done this before now? Are we, are we still that naive and frightened as a people that we can't handle the knowledge of what's going on here? I don't think so. I think we're ready for it. So the countdown has begun. I guess we're, what, 177 days away from it now. Alright, have a great day. We'll see you again tomorrow. Pack Ray Unleashed.